And we walked over the bridges and we're just entering the the island. And I remember Emil saying, ah, this, this feels like home. And it was like, oh, that's an interesting comment from a, at this point, 10 year old. Hi, here we are. This is the Out of Limits podcast. I'm Philippe, joined here with Laura. Hi, Hi. Laura. Hi. And we're still in this wonderful journey of talking about our 10-month adventure in Sicily. Previous Absolutely. episodes, we've talked about why we're doing this, why we decided to, to move to Sicily for 10 months. And now, in our last episode, we, we ended up in Tarmina and decided that it wasn't for us. So, where are we going next? Well... That was a big question. That was a big question. We we weren't sure. And we actually reached back out to Esther from Yumi and Sicily because she lives in this region and uh, said, hey, you know, Termina's not for us. Would love some guidance or some thoughts on where we could go. Yeah. So she, she mentioned a few things um, and they, they live in Acitrezza, which yep. is just north of Catania small fishing village it, it sounded charming and um you know we thought hey if it's good enough for esther it might be good enough for us well and we thought oh <laughs> then we'd be close to them and they would know people and introduce us so it felt like maybe a safe option and it sounded charming and we thought yeah let's let's go check that out so we got back onto airbnb and uh booked another place cute little place that had been renovated uh and it was it was much more of a recent vintage, I would say, than the old house that we were living in in Tarmina, and so that was that was different. It was great because it was it was an outdoor terrace, um, and so it was a lot more almost family oriented. Like I I could see somebody living there all the yeah. time. Yeah, for sure. And the internet was great. The internet was fast. Yeah, yeah. So we knew. So <laughs> this was great because then we knew. Fast we, internet as possible. We knew what to look for as yes. well. We knew what became those really like non-negotiable requirements. Yeah. However, yes. food on the other hand, <laughs> that became a bit of a deal breaker. I think we determined very quickly. I think we booked four days there and we determined that it was just too small, right? Like it was a bit too sleepy. We did find a grocery store, but it was closed in the afternoons, which, you know, isn't it's not, not it's unusual, common. Yep. but then when we started looking at the maps, there is a bigger grocery store, but it would have required a car and we didn't want to have to get a car to get food. We wanted to be able to walk there and maybe get one of those little pulley things to like pull our groceries in, use backpacks, whatever. So we realized it was too small and it was beautiful and charming, but just too far from food and not big enough for us. Yeah. And so, so that you know, was we, a pretty yeah. quick realization. So we got back in touch with Esther and just confirmed um, that's how they get around, right? They have a car and we weren't ready to commit to a car quite yet. So, so instead of just, and at this point, right, we're still traveling with 10 suitcases and you know, all kinds of stuff. So, and paying just Airbnb fees, which and we're just like, paying we can Airbnb only do that for so long. And didn't want to continue doing that forever. And so, and at the same time, didn't want to continue hopping from one place to another with all of those bags, right? It's, it's a huge hassle. 
So we wanted to settle into something. We were ready. Yeah. We were itching to settle in. And so the ne- our next move was we rented a car just for a day, picked it up and drove to to this other small town, small city called Ortigia, in uh, which is just outside, which is part of Syracuse. And uh, so a little further south from Catania. So drove through Catania and then uh, went on to Ortigia. And we were just there for the day. Literally, we were just going to explore and see what we could. So we had we had a, a target list, right? Where do people go grocery shopping? What are the apartments like? Let's go. Let's go hit up a couple of the real estate agent offices and see what they've got in terms of uh, rental. We had already looked online, but we wanted to get a feel for things. Yeah. Wanted to walk around, grab some some lunch, and then come back. What was that like, Laura? Well, and this was the the another place that Esther recommended. She thought it you know could be interesting for us, and so we drive in, we park. And I still remember we had to park sort of outside the island. So Ortigia has two bridges. They're short, so but it is an island. And we walked over the bridges, and we're just sort of entering the the island. And I remember Emil saying, "Ah, this this feels like home." Yeah, that was right? funny. And it was like, oh, that's an interesting comment from a at this point ten year old. And I was like, yeah, there was just something about it. The the architecture, we're right on the water. It's like this small little self-contained island. But because it's part of a bigger city of Syracuse, it has the amenities, right? And it's also a popular place. This is where people come to. So li- one thing we were looking for was lively, right? So intimate and small and charming. So very different from Toronto, but lively and activities and things happening, which we'll share more about, but because we learned just how exciting this place is, but also peaceful and amazing. And so we, we found some potential apartments, but they were still maybe a little bit on the small side. We wandered around, had some great food, really enjoyed the day. It's right on the ocean. Like literally it's an Island right on the ocean. So it, it definitely checked the boxes for me. And so I think we all kind of fell in love with it that day. And so we had to then go back and figure out a plan. Is that how you remember it? Exactly. (laughs) And, and, you know, um, so we're trying to eliminate variables, right? And so I think we had two possible options for apartments and because uh, we, we did go into some real estate agent offices. And so there were two, there was two possibilities. Yeah. And so I kind of felt like this could work. This could be it, right? Now, we knew that our Airbnb in Achitretza was coming to an end. And so we just thought, okay, well, let's next move would be another Airbnb, but this time in Ortigia. Yeah. And, and then we'll go from there, right? We'll book it for, I think, I don't know. I think we did two days again or something like that. Two, three nights. Not that long. I don't remember. And ultimately, the goal was to get things going in terms of a long-term rental now. We're approaching mid, like we're maybe the 20th of September at this point or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's for sure mid. So first 10 days brings us to September 11th or something, yeah. then another. So we're like two weeks in at this point. 
But we're now we feel like, okay, well, now at least we've found the place where we want to live. Yeah. Now we need to find an apartment. But I still remember the night. We're in Achitlitza, in our apartment. We're on the Airbnb website, scouring for a place to stay for those first two, three days. And it's just before midnight. And we're like, we have to make a decision because we had to book it before Midnight, yes. I guess. There so was some parameter. quite often, if, if you're too close to your travel date with Airbnb, like the listing disappears, right? So you, you have to book within 24 hours or 48 hours of you of your stay beginning, right? And so I knew we were getting close to that. We saw this we saw, and we're a little fatigued as well from looking at apartments and looking it's at Airbnb night. listings. And I like, remember oh. saying this one will do. Like, I couldn't even remember what it looked like. I was like, this one will do. It's got enough room. It'll be fine. And we just sort of like, we just needed to make the decision and go to bed. So we booked it. And we booked it. That's it. Yeah. So then once again, we pack up all our bags. Not that, you know, it's amazing how much of an explosion can be because you're like, oh, I need that thing. Which bag is it in? So inevitably you end up repacking a lot of things and we head to Ortigia to, to get to this apartment. So this island has zones where you can only drive if you're a resident and you have a, like a resident card for their, like a permit for your car. And after 5 p.m., you cannot be in on the island with your car if you are not a resident. And so we, I don't know if we got stuck in traffic or we just got a late start, but we kind of, anyway, poor planning. I know, like I, we, we got there late, I guess. So we, we pull up kind of, we can't even stop right in front of the apartment. So it's a little bit down the street. We've got to unload the bags. It's approaching five o'clock. We're kind of stressed out. Um, we end up meeting our Airbnb host comes out to greet us and is helping with bags. We take all the bags out. A police car pulls up right behind us and we're in like a pretty big kind of an SUV and narrow streets. Cop can't get by. We're worried about getting like, it was again, another one of those stressful uh, moments. Stressful. <laughs> I, I'm like looking at the clock. I've got the polizia behind me. Uh, the road is narrow. And of course, they're super. Nobody's honking at me. Nobody's saying anything, right? They understand. That's another tourist. Yeah, okay. And they're all used to this. But I guess I just, you know, my Torontonian anxiety is like, oh, my gosh, somebody's going to honk at me. Yeah. Um, that all dissipated after a yeah, while. Yeah. And I, then I was totally Sicilian after a while. Um, so but you drive that, off. Yeah, I drive off. Yeah, that's right. To take because you had to return. I had the to car. return the car. So then I'm with the kids and our host Alberto. We get all the bags into the apartment. I take a foot into the foyer of this apartment, and I'm like, "Ooh, I haven't even seen the whole apartment." Philippe's not there, so he didn't hear this. But I say to Alberto, "I'm like, would the owners be interested in doing a long-term rental? <laughs> like, I haven't even seen the whole place." And he's like, "Oh, I don't know, but you know." I could ask. So then I see the rest of the apartment. I'm like, this place would be perfect. We have a small ocean view, a little terrace, bedrooms for everybody, a workplace for me. It was just, it it would fit our lifestyle. It was quite large. We could host guests. And I was, I could just envision that. So that was step one. I was like, fell in love with this apartment and kind of planted the seed for this to become uh, a long-term rental. In the meantime, I'm looking around and I noticed that we're missing a bag. 
And right. I freak out because it is Philippe's backpack with all of our documents, with his laptop, with I, I don't even know what, but uh, and I was like, I, I remember running out of the apartment, running down the street because we had unloaded all the bags down the street. Then we were all in charge of like the kids and me and Alberto, we're all taking the bags into the apartment and it's not down there. And I'm, it's one of those moments, like I felt like I was in a movie where you're spinning around and I'm like panicking. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, we're going home. Like I just had that. I was like, we're done. We're, I'm out. It just, I broke in that moment. <laughs> and then I hear Alberto shouting at me from the balcony down the street. Cause I've, I'm now like, you know, a few houses down the road or apartments. And he's like, Philippe took the bag with him. <laughs> I was like, so I didn't see that Philippe had kept that bag with him. He put it back in because I remember taking it out. And you put it back in. Yeah. But, so yeah. we're unloading all the bags and I see, you know, there's now everybody's in a rush and there's like a pile of bags on the sidewalk. And uh, I see them all kind of struggling to bring everything upstairs. And so I just kept kept my bag. Right. And I wasn't, you know, I couldn't even think about what was in that bag at the time. But I thought all of my important things are in there if I need something to return the car. I know that I'll have everything that I need, possibly. And so I kept the bag, but I didn't tell anybody. So, so it was my stress my level yeah. was, yeah, it went through the roof. But it took me a while to like chill out after that. But then we settled into this apartment and did we extend our stay right away? I can't even remember how that worked. Um, I think we did. So the... The punchline is, yes, so they did rent to us uh, long term. So they were looking to sell the apartment. The, the apartment was listed for sale. And so they didn't have a whole lot of active Airbnb bookings. Um, and we're at this point, end of September, we're getting into the quiet season, right? It's no longer peak travel season in Sicily. And so they didn't have that many bookings. So we ended up extending for a while. Then they had, um, we then, had to get out for, we had to get out for a few days. They had another Airbnb booking. So we left the apartment. We were able to keep our bags stored with the next door neighbor, yeah. which was great. Whew, that was so we great. didn't have to travel all around the place with our 10 months worth of stuff. And, um, and so then in that period of time, then we had to, you had to travel back to Toronto I for did. business. Yeah. And uh, the boys and I, went back to Termina because we had to deal with our permesso. So anyways, you know, here we are, we're traveling back and forth. We're still very much in flux. But we had basically from starting in October or, you know, late September, we would be able to live in the, actually, no, we had to get out for five days or a week in October, but that was fine. We timed that that with a trip. And And again, we stored the bag. So ultimately we, we found our permanent home late September and a couple of little like had to move out twice but ultimately we found the place and and that worked out beautifully but why don't you share what happened with the permesso transferring that to uh so what happened when you went back to Termina so another thing that we didn't know is uh okay so with the permesso you had to go back 
seven days later. I forget how many days later. To the police to, station. Oh, yeah. It was to the police station where they would technically be doing your fingerprints and giving you your permesso, right? So Laura's traveling, but the boys and I decided to go back and we weren't sure if they were going to give Laura's permesso or not uh, to us, but ultimately we we're going to have to deal with that at some point. So first things first, I, I reserve another car. And then I book a hotel this time in Tarmina because I didn't want to do this all in one day. Oh, yeah. No, because we had to be there at like, at like 8. 8 a.m. or something in the morning. So so I, I, booked, the, I booked this hotel. We stay, we stay back in Tarmina. And uh, we go to the police station in the morning and they said, okay, so what did they say? I think this, I think they, they said, needed, okay, so where, where, yeah. what is your, uh, uh, where are you staying? I said, well, we booked, we just found an apartment. So we know where we're going to be for the next uh, nine and a half months or whatever it is. And it's in Syracuse. It's in Ortigia. I said, oh, well, you know, that's a different province. Like now, this is now the, the province of Messina is where Tamina is. And uh, Ortigia is in the province of Syracuse. So now you need to transfer. You, you, can't, you can't get your permesso here. <laughs> oh, I didn't it, know. Yeah. I did not know this. So we leave empty-handed, which is fine because, I mean, Laura was in there with us. So I guess that's okay. Well, and they also said we needed to have, like, our rental agreement. And then there was a bunch of other things. things. So, but the first thing we had to do was then you set into motion transferring it from Termina to where we were in uh, in Syracuse. Yeah. And, Yeah. And the language is still, like I remember that police station, the language is still a huge barrier. Like if you're applying for things that's outside of the realm of tourism, you're, you're speaking Italian. Like you, this is now, you're in the, in, you're in Italian. And I will say your French really helped us because, I mean, we did some Duolingo, yes, but there is a lot of similarity between French and Italian. And so you had a better grasp of understanding people uh, in many ways because words were similar to French. Yeah, for the most part, I could understand what people were saying. I had a hard time conversing, but I could understand. And so, you know, between hand gestures and smiling and nodding, uh, we got by. Yeah. So have an Italian friend that you can, you know, have, oh a, have somebody you can call a friend because... Having somebody that knows the language would be, especially for something like this, you know, going out to markets and restaurants, that's very different than dealing with bureaucracy. You need a, you need an Italian friend for that, for sure. Yeah. So in the end, Alberto and his partner was a lawyer. They were fantastic to help us finally get our permesso. So I think we'll just wrap up the story of the permesso, but essentially it took Nine and a half months. It took months. In fact, by the end, I wasn't even sure if we're going to leave the country with our permesso. We got our permesso card less than a month before we moved back to Canada. Yeah. As a frame of reference. You know, so now to, to, like, we're just going to wrap this up, this part of the story. But, you know, we went back to the Questura in Syracuse to get our permesso, you know, and of course get it transferred over from the province of Messina. This took a long time. Ultimately, our requests were never really answered. And so we needed to get the lawyer to send an official request. And then that seemed to kickstart some 
some movement. And finally, yes, oh, your permissible applications have been located. Oh, terrific. Uh, you know, and then we had to go back again. How many times did we have to line up? For well, this we got Kostura? fingerprinted oh. at least twice. We showed up multiple times for appointments only to have the crowds of people somehow bus pass us and get in to see them before us or they couldn't find it or, oh, we needed to have, we needed a bank account to get our permiso, but we can't get a bank account until we have the permiso or we need a doctor or we need health something, but we can't get that until, so it was like, you need this to get that, but you can't get that until you get this. So there was a lot of like, how do we navigate this system? But having friends, so them, and then we made some other friends who were able to help in, in different ways to navigate that. So, so that was finding helpful. some there locals were, who can help you. Yeah. There were many yeah. times where I thought, ah, I'm willing to take my chances and just walk away from this process. You know, and if somebody, you know, if somebody stops us and asks for the Vermessa, would just say, that guy said it was okay. Or, yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what we're going to do, but I tell you, uh, I was willing to take that risk. And in the end, we got our, we got our little permesso card. Nobody ever asked for it. Nobody, no, I would have been so, it would have been so validating to have, <laughs> like, just get pulled over by a police officer and say, please give me your card now. And I was like, yes! yes! <laughs> that would have been, that would have been great. Uh, Unfortunately, I didn't get that satisfaction. No, we did. We did talk about framing them, though, hanging them up on a wall as yeah. a memento. They are a beautiful looking souvenir now. <laughs> They're all expired. but It's beautiful. It's a, it's a thing of beauty. Uh, so, yeah, it was a long and, and somewhat arduous journey. Some great stories wrapped up in that trying to get that permiso yeah. to Sedorno. But in the end, we got it and it didn't really do anything for us. So... On the next episode, we are going to tell you more about our life in Ortigia, Sicily, living there, our lifestyle, traveling around there, what that was like, and uh, stay tuned for that. Talk to you soon.